Welcome back to another episode of Bungalower and the Bus. This week's show is brought to you by Kaleidoscope Venue for the Arts, a new warehouse gallery located in Longwood. We'll be discussing award-winning residential developments in the Milk District, a city request line app for Winter Park, and all of the hot events happening this weekend. And hey, wait, is that the mayor? Thanks for joining us on Bungalower and the Bus. I am the Bus, John Busdecker. Hey, Bus. I'm Brendan O'Connor from Bungalower.com. And we are on the balcony of Orlando Mayor Buddy Dyer's office down at City Hall. Can you believe that? I don't. I still don't believe it. I don't know how we got this, but yes, we have the wonderful, the great Orlando Mayor Buddy Dyer with us today. Hey, Mayor. Hey guys! <laughs> what do we for, call? Se- for a second there, I didn't think you were going to say anything. Uh, Just bungalow, bus, and buddy. There you go. Oh, do you want to be a third uh, host from now on? At least for today. All yeah. right. All right. cubed. We can make this a regular series and be the mayor on the streets. Yeah, maybe one day when you're not the mayor, you can join us on being on the radio. Well, maybe I'll turn around and interview you guys. That, that. that about maybe that. we're not shy. Bring it on. <laughs> what do we call you? Do we call you Mayor Buddy? Mayor Buddy's home? good. Okay, we can say Mayor Buddy. Carl so- Langford used to say, "You can just call me by my first name, Mayor." <laughs> <laughs> All right, I can do that. But Mayor Buddy's good. So mayor yeah, Buddy. I, sh- I should mention we are looking out right now on the Dr. Phillips Center. I can see the Grand Bohemian. I'm looking at some banana plants right here. So Very urban Mayor Mayor Buddy has his own special. Ban- Banana plantation <laughs> on his balcony. Uh, a lot of pr- people probably don't know if they drive by City Hall and they see there's a balcony, but it's only a third of the way up the building, that that's actually the mayor's office looking directly out at the Tower of Light in the front. Yeah, so I thought you would be on the top. Wave at the, yeah, I thought you would people, be on the top floor. Right. Most people would think the mayor's office is up on nine, right? Uh-huh. So I was surprised when I came in here and it was on three as well. What? You could do something about that, though, couldn't you? Well, it's actually a little more convenient not to. <laughs> To take the elevator all the way up. I wish I was taking the stairs every day, but mm. it looks like you have, and you look slim, Mayor Buddy. I'm, I took off about 35 pounds, probably seven years ago, and I've been pretty good about keeping it off. All right, I'm jealous. So I should mention we didn't even say this. We talk about all things downtown Orlando, College Park here, Winter Park, Winter Park, all the parks. We yes. go from Soto up to Winter Park, from Paramore to Baldwin Park. So that's what we're focusing Thornton on. Thornton Park, College Park. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Audubon Park. So me and Mayor Dyer here, we both live in uh, College Park together. Why are you bragging? I'm just saying. It's probably the best neighborhood in town. It's pretty good. I'm in Mills 50. Mills Sorry. 50. Sorry about that. Right yeah, Quantum me and the bus, we just hang out all the time. We're <laughs> usually at Starbucks or hanging out. or Going over to know, Credo. Over to Credo. <laughs> what, did you have a favorite spot in College Park? Uh... That you don't mind sharing in case people show up and you're there? Uh, we go to K quite K, all a right. lot. Um, Kevin Fonzo's restaurant. Yeah, and he was just over helping us open um, Chef Emerald's uh, testing kitchen over uh, in the other side of That's College That's a really Park cool project, side. right? It was who paid? It was uh, the Adventist, the Seventh Day. Who is the Health Village? Florida Hospital. Florida Hospital and Seven Day Adventist. And Emerald. Yeah. yeah. Teamed up. And so it's a cool project. Uh, kitchen and the whole place is sustainable they've got solar power they're collecting their water in cisterns they've got a community garden out front and i think that's uh, the sexiest community garden in town. <laughs> 
All those veggies. It's a really good looking community garden. I'm a little worried about you. I, How do you describe <laughs> a sexy vegetable? I like it. I think we should move on to our next topic right now. <laughs> well, now I want to have a punk band called Sexy Vegetable. <laughs> uh, yeah. Hey, I want to hear about the flag. What do you think about this flag design yeah, so we just got? Before what we flag? say, we, <laughs> we should say, so there was a, a sort of a competition, I guess. Yeah. Uh, we've been talking. To, if, if you're a regular bugalore in the bus listener, uh, we've been talking about this for a couple of weeks. There was this contest, a revamp of uh, the Orlando flag. Of the 1980s Orlando flag. You guys put a call out to say, hey, we kind of want a new one. And you got, what, a thousand submissions? Something ten, like that? Ten thousand. A million no, no, submissions. A thousand submissions, <laughs> a thousand submissions and ten thousand votes. Wow. On this following, on the, uh, on which of the So favorites? about a year and a half ago, I went down to our creative team and said, you know, nobody can identify the city of Orlando flag. It's very busy. And I actually had come across a TED talk talking about city flags. And lo and behold, they had seen the TED talk. So huh. we started talking about how, what process would we use to develop a new city flag? And um, I said, well, I'll just pick one. And no. <laughs> <laughs> so we, yeah. we thought that uh, it would be most appropriate if we did something that engaged the public. So uh, our communications team developed the process for people to submit flags, submit, uh, gave out some criteria, had the TED Talk that we listened to up on the web so people could see what we were looking for. And we had some design principles that were to make it simple. Mm -hmm. And your submission had to be hand-drawn. So that made sure it was very simple. Uh, it didn't, couldn't have any uh, wording on it, and it had to say Orlando. Well, not say, but speak to you yeah. right. as Orlando. There were some good ones. There were some not so good ones. I looked at the thousand submissions. You know. Right. The, are the ones that we've got. We got to go in. We were allowed access to those submissions, and we rooted through yeah. just runs that made an impression. There were some that were eliminated <laughs> <laughs> pretty much as they came out of the envelope yeah. or however they well, got they here. they tried. McDonald's but there were a lot of really good ones. Yeah. There were. There were I love the swan one. I think that it's, was my favorite. And so we should mention they, they sort of have fine they've finalized it, kind of, because there's still another step, there's, right? There's, right. There's uh, two more steps. Two more steps. Which Mayor Buddy, you're the you're So the last when are one. we airing on this? <laughs> Friday. Friday. So today <laughs> today, Friday, our review committee will meet to look at the voting results from the public and we had a lot of people that voted i think something like ten thousand people actually cast votes towards the flags we identified the top five they'll look at wh what's appropriate how to move forward i anticipate that we might combine some of the elements from a couple of the flags maybe change it put three back out for a vote uh, i think is probably what's going to happen okay. not that i'm dictating anything <laughs> but put it back out for a vote among those three and eventually it'll come to city council all right we're hearing, we're hearing a lot this is, this is a serious question uh from the designing com community a lot of the designers are just wondering why not bid it out to a design company we wanted to have the public involved in the design Perfect um, answer. and i think we got some really great designs we might modify it like i said right. a little bit but um i could be happy pretty much with any of the five that are in the top five and the elements that are in there. I'm a little partial towards ones that have a depiction of the fountain right. in one way or another because I think it's the most iconic yeah, symbol definitely. in the city of I'm going to ask you about the fountain then real quick. Have you ever been inside the fountain? 
I actually have been I inside have the fountain. I have too. There's only one of us on the radio right now who has Rub never been in, inside the Rub fountain. It in. There's rules now. There's rules really? that you, not anyone can just See, get in there. I was officially inside the <laughs> no, fountain. What, I didn't you think I just swam, swam out there? I swam out there and <laughs> open the door and he get in. He does have long arms. No, right? I was out there when they were fixing it a few years ago. After I got I was struck tour. by lightning? Yeah. yeah. Well, it's like the clock tower in Back to the Future. Right. Same thing. That's a movie. <laughs> That's when I was in the fountain as well after many people may not remember, but the fountain actually got struck by <laughs> lightning and fried all the components inside. So... Uh, we were able to repair and improve the fountain from the insurance proceeds and uh, some other R&R money that we had. So the fountain before, the the pumps didn't actually work completely. So some of the elements, um, the water didn't go where it was supposed to go and it didn't shoot very high. And now it's fantastic. And we have all the lighting features yeah. and being able to synchronize with the music. And the music, yeah. I remember I wrote a story about the music a long time ago and kind of where that comes from and how that all works because it's every hour and there's sort of a variety of, of different music. John, well, did you know that you can get things made from the material from the fountain? I they, did. They have some leftover. You go to that Lake Eola house and they'll just laser cut you out a little swan. Really? And you get a swan badge. Can I get like a keychain? You could. You could do anything with it. Cool. What else? <laughs> we, what else we got today? What else is going on in Bungalower? Bungalower in the bus. <laughs> well, first, I, d I think it is important to note before we move on with the flags that the original flag was through a competition too, right? It was open up to the public, and they. I, I just think that's people need to know that. How about I think so? <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty good. You know, and we did a contest back in like 1910. Is how the city beautiful came about. Really, was a public contest. I didn't know that. Some of the other um, submissions were the Magic City. How about that? Interesting. Uh, Someone would have to pay for that. Yeah, <laughs> the phenomenal. Actually, I think the phenomenal city might have been what it was at the time when we changed it to the city beautiful. Huh. You learn something every day. I like it. Well, uh, usually on Bungalow on the Bus, we just go through the top headlines that we've been writing Let's about this it. week. Uh, I don't know how much you're going to care about this, Mayor Buddy, but <laughs> uh, doorstep delivery merged with Bite Squad. All right. Are you guys delivery people? You guys get doorstep delivery here at City Hall? Uh, we get delivery, but not doorstep. Okay. All right. Well, he has uh, one of the best barbecue places that's, in town. That's true. You just sort of walk downstairs, and you got four rivers here. And Jimmy John's bikes down Jimmy here John's. quite often. Yes. I love those cyclists. But when so you funny. got four rivers downstairs, right? Why that's true. Go too much farther. Is that where, is that where you go brisket. most days? No. No. <laughs> <laughs> I I love four rivers, but mm, you were talking about I've kept my weight off. Right. So Four Rivers is not the place to go every day. So what it's do you hard. do to keep your weight up? You go running? You go biking? I, I work out a lot. I um, Actually, Cassandra works out the same place I do. I'll give a lo little plug to TV Fitness. <laughs> All right. And it's over there on Virginia, and I have a 630 time slot that I'm there most of the time. I do a little Pilates. Nice. I do... Um, occasionally a little boxing over here at Title Boxing. I've been so there. That's a cool West. place. Is yeah, 55 West. Okay. So I, I change it up a little bit, but my primary thing is with a trainer at 630 <laughs> as many mornings as I can get there. <laughs> Maybe you should have like a Pilates day with the mayor. Mm, we might could do <laughs> that. I wanted to do something big like that in the park, you know, for some type of uh, fitness day for the yeah. city of Orlando. So we'll have your listeners uh, come up and shoot some ideas to us on how we might promote fitness. We do have, we have, uh, I know you know it's going to be bike month and yes. we're going to bike to work on uh, May the 5th, I believe it is. So Cinco that's de Mayo. Up. I do that every year. <laughs> Speaking so of Cinco de Mayo, uh, it's the 6th. <laughs> oh, I bet one of your headlines too was that we just reopened Bumby 
Yes. And the new bike path, big wide path that we have north that and south there. That multi-use path is amazing. I was on it, it the other so day. Great. I was riding around. I got to go down there. got on the Katy Way Trail. So we had the juice bikes out, mm-hmm. and a bunch of us rode the juice bikes on last Saturday. There was a ride from Druid Park, Lake Druid Park. Lake Druid Park up to uh, Bikes, Beans, and Bo- uh, Bordeaux. Bordeaux, that's a good that's <laughs> Three times fast, right? <laughs> Sally Just like our three Bs. <laughs> so why, why, why did that road take two years to, to finish? Is it just, we've talked about this before. I'm just curious. Was it because there was so much sewage underneath or sewage lines or? There was a lot of utility infrastructure. Ah. There were a lot of curb cuts. There were, uh, we didn't identify immediately that a bike path or a multi-use path. So during the course of construction we needed to redesign a little bit so we could accommodate that and that was an idea that came from the residents in that general area and Mm -hmm. there were a lot of them out last saturday that are extremely happy with the way it all turned out yeah i'm sure they're tired of a a dirt road there i'm sure they're happy to have their their road back there's all the cut through traffic people (laughs) i I think that was the complaints we saw a lot i'm happy to go from colonial to corinne now and not have to go through the neighborhood i think you were one of those people doing that anyway yeah i was right yeah (laughs) (laughs) we saw a lot of dash cam videos mayor buddy of uh, people going down Bumby before it was open. Ah, okay. I know. <laughs> they, were, they were skipping. So, yeah, National Bike Month is on the 6th. They're actually doing a 28-mile ride through five cities on the 6th, which is super exciting. I that just, is super exciting. I don't know anything about that. No? That is <laughs> Orlando, you, one of the cities. Go <laughs> <laughs> it goes all around Orlando. Okay. It's starting at uh, Mead Gardens, and it's going to go through Orlando, Castleberry, Maitland, and Eatonville. Okay. Yeah, free to participate. You have to wear a helmet. If you show up, we have that on bungler.com. We wrote about it. Uh, I know a big event this weekend. I know we're going to get to events, but I want to ask the mayor. Are you going to the soccer game this weekend? I am the Orlando Pride. I already lost my first bet of the season. <laughs> One of my Did you bet against the Orlando State no, Lions? They, no, not the Lions, <laughs> the Pride. Uh, you bet against so, the Pride? No, they, the Pride <laughs> lost their first game. That's true. So Denny Doyle is the mayor of Beaverton, Ohio, which is, uh, I mean, Oregon, which is where Nike is, which is right outside of Portland. So last Thursday, he calls me and says, hey, how about a little bit? He's kind of like a lumberjack. He's part of that <laughs> crew from the Portland Timbers. And I said, okay, sure, I'll bet on our Orlando Pride. What They're was the bet? What would you out. bet him? So he bet me two bottles of um, Oregon Pinot, and I'm going to have to pay up two bottles of Florida-made uh, vodka, which would right. probably be four oranges. And then that was our personal side. I'm glad and you then, didn't bet him two bottles of Florida wine because yeah, he, he, he would have won that. That would have been a better I, bet I would have shipped him two bottles of craft beer probably All before right, I that's did pretty good. Yeah. Wine. Yeah. But on the, the other side, we bet each bet $250 to go to the charity of the winning mayor's choice. I did not win. My choice would have been the Paramore Kids Zone. His is a Children's Foundation of some sort okay. in this city. That's great. We should mention the, the Paramore Kids Zone. They got a big award this week out in, uh, is it New York? Is the Colin Powell Award? Yeah, in New York. And just before we go to that, but the Pride played their first home mm-hmm. game, and they're trying to fill the stadium for that on Saturday at 4 o'clock. And I will be there, and I hope uh, – There'll be 26,500 other fans that are there as well to now, cheer Brendan, on Now, Brendan, I was at Pride. the first Pride game. Were you at the first Pride game? I wasn't. You weren't? No, I think I was working. All right. <laughs> well, maybe we can make it to the next this one. I would love up to here. go. Yeah, I love Pride. And They're City so is undefeated at home. How about that? That's awesome. So we haven't had a loss in the stadium yet. So That's let's go good. Pride. we got to go to a game. We haven't been to an Orlando City game yet. Not we were yet. at the first game, but we were outside We were covering, working. covering the beat. 
Yeah, we were shooting video. Were you in the middle of the fight that the New York City fans? We recorded. We got the footage. Did you really? We saw. Did you see the the everybody had cell cam footage of that fight? Uh, yeah, that's crazy. Unacceptable, New York. Yeah, right. Get out. Red here. Bull fans were much better. <laughs> <laughs> Heard here first. There's uh hey, what do you think of did you used to go to Citrus when it was open in North Quarter? Yes, yeah. absolutely. You had a salad named after yeah, you, didn't you? There was you, some Mayor Buddy Dyer's uh salad there and it, it changed. It was originally that chicken citrus salad that they had. Okay. So when I lost all that weight, they said, Oh, we'll name a salad after you because I used to promote that the reason I lost weight was because I ate the citrus salad at um, <laughs> citrus, which was partially true. Okay. And then they uh at some point had had a chef come in and he created like five or six different new salads and had me pick a different one so that was on there and do you remember the hands that were squeezing the oranges they had the artwork kind of yeah i've only been there left. once or twice I mean, were those your times. hands were they modeled after one of them no one of them <laughs> so i came in one day and they're taking pictures and I, you know i'm all dressed for whatever we're going to do and then so they said oh we're just going to take pictures of your hands squeezing these oranges like okay <laughs> all right <laughs> i've been asked weirder things <laughs> yeah right <laughs> so so if if the restaurant's closing and well, gone closed, now it's going to be reyes Mez are you going to have a Maria. item at the new mexican place named after you oh i don't know let's ask jason to. chin the owner i actually have tacos named after me <laughs> in the city do you know where they are <laughs> i don't so they're over at the red cup is it Red Cup or Red Mug? Red Mug Red Diner? Mug. Red Mug Diner. They're Mayor Buddy's Breakfast Tacos. I did not know that. Have you had them? Are they I have. I created them. Okay. So <laughs> what's your stamp of approval? What yeah. comes in a Mayor Buddy Diner taco? So, of course, a corn tortilla, not a flour tortilla, mm, a right. corn tortilla. Eggs, cheese, um, tomatoes, <laughs> onions, and then whatever meat it is that you want. So if you want bacon or sausage, I don't know if they have chorizo or not. If I was... Pure, I would yeah. say chorizo would be one of your choices. But then also they have Mayor Buddy's fish tacos, which you can get for lunch. So you got two. You got two tacos there. Two tacos. How many? How there. many things you got named after you? Nothing. Me neither. Putting me down. I'm today. just saying I don't have it <laughs> either. We need stuff. We need something named after us. Well, maybe the signature dish thing that they're working on. It sounds like you want a citrus salad to be Orlando's signature dish. And a few places you can walk into a bar and order a Buddy Dyer, and they'll know what you want. What is it? Vodka soda. <laughs> really? <laughs> no fruit. Yeah. And a lime. And a lime. Okay. We should, we should ask. So they're doing this whole thing here with this new signature dish in Orange County and Orlando. Have you heard about this? The I Teresa have. J Ma yeah. Mayor Teresa I Jacobs. Have. What do you think Orlando's signature dish is or should be? Put you on the spot. Well, I think generally they grow organically. I don't think the city of Philadelphia had a vote at any time to say the cheesesteak is going to be I our love you. It's true. It's true. It's no, true. it's true. Food, and I think our official food is some type of citrus just okay. plain just an orange or grapefruit <laughs> or right. tangerines or simple guy kumquats <laughs> or take your pick Low marmalade. I don't know. Uh, we'll see there uh, i mean they got great chefs involved and in everything so i'm sure but i'm not sure how you tell a city oh this is your food now, I, what was my suggestion? I know. I, bon John, me? tell us. Am I saying it right? Bon, bon me is bon good. Bon me. That's the sandwiches, the Vietnamese sandwiches. I think they I could I've, be anything in a bun. But right? I've never had them anywhere until I moved here to Orlando. It's actually like a salad in a bun, Mayor Buddy. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, right? Not bad. Kind of ethnic. Kind of different. Yeah. Cheese grits would be good. Yeah. You suggested, uh, John, you, you flatbread pizzas. Flatbreads. 
Because everybody's never, got flatbreads. Uh, no, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying when I moved here, it seemed like everybody had flatbreads, and I thought that was kind of a thing. I'm thinking of a... I, I went back. I went way back. Like, what would original colonial Florida people eat? And I heard, <laughs> and I heard about syllabubs. Have you heard they of a turtles. Sil- a, That's what they <laughs> eat. <laughs> well, syllabub. maybe. I don't know what that is. Is it like swamp cabbage? No. I, I thought that would be a good one, too, though. Swamp <laughs> cab- but who's going to eat swamp cabbage? I do. Do you? <laughs> yes. Is that a thing? It's like hearts of palm. Yes, right. it's a real it thing. That's exactly what it is. Right? All right. We don't have palm. a ton of time. We only got a few more minutes left for the mayor. So I want to ask a few questions. All right. So I feel like we've done a Just lot. A lightning round? Yeah, kind of. So I moved <laughs> here in 2010. There's been a lot of change since 2010. We got new stadiums. I'm looking at the Dr. Phillips Center right now. What, what do you think the next big change here is in Central Florida and specifically Orlando? Uh, well, finishing the Dr. Phillips Center certainly is one. But I think Creative Village is the very next really big thing mm-hmm. in the city of Orlando. We're going to break ground on the UCF Valencia campus that'll open in a couple years after that and we'll have almost 8,000 students day one. And I was thinking about this the other day, Rollins College is only about 3,000 students. So we're gonna start up with more students than Rollins has and think about the impact that Rollins has on Winter Park. So Mm, I don't know that it translates exactly, but if I can go regional, I'll tell you what the biggest thing going right now is, is the bridge, which is the sensor research facility that Osceola County just opened up. Yeah. That's a game-changing deal, and that's the future of technology. You probably have, I'm looking at you, you probably have 10 sensors on you somewhere, (laughs) and your car has a 1,000, and it's all going to be all about sensors in the future, and the stuff they're doing down there is just pretty incredible. We just toured that facility with uh, the EDC's Obasitor team. So, and we're supposed to be sharing a little story about that probably next week. Did you put the little booties on? They let you go in Everything. the clean rooms? Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, did the whole thing. And then they fed us steak. We went and visited the... Uh, well, it is Osceola County. Yeah, right. <laughs> and I can take uh, a little leave there because I grew up in Kissimmee. All right. So we got a minute left. A minute what left do you got? Well we, well, we opened up some questions to the right. public. Oh, yeah, that's right. Screened them. <laughs> <laughs> we screened them, right? though. We're not going to ask you boxers or briefs, even though everybody wants to know them here. <laughs> uh, although one of the questions I thought I found interesting was uh, this last call thing. Are you, there was talk back in the day of extending last calls downtown. Is that something that is still on the books? Or you can tell us just to wait and see? Wait and see. All right. That's All good. Right. I like that, too. I'll just keep drinking at All home. Right. <laughs> My last question is, can we come back? Yes, absolutely. Right. I love it. All How right. about every uh, Thursday afternoon? Every Thursday? No. <laughs> <laughs> you have a life. You can definitely come back, though. This was fun. All Thanks. right. All right. Thank you so much for having us, Mayor Buddy Dyer. All right. We still got more, so don't leave us, but we're going to let the mayor go do his mayor thing. Thank you so much for joining us. So you can interview Cassandra now for the next All right. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right. We'll see you guys after the break. Welcome back to Bungalore in the Bus. This episode is brought to you by Kaleidoscope Venue for the Arts, a funky new art warehouse in Longwood. They're offering art shows, music events, markets, and classes. The space is conveniently located near several prominent artist studios and a local brewery. The Sunrail Station and downtown Longwood are only two and a half miles away with a variety of fun local shops. Awesome. That yeah. sounds great. It's <laughs> 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 pretty cool. They have a working art studio... Also available for solo and group shows. We'll tell you all about the events at the end of the 
at the end of this program. I don't think there can be enough art stuff in Central Florida. I want like more hashtag art stuff. Everywhere. I want art stuff in Castleberry. I want art stuff in there is an arts place in. They all need it. They can't all just come to Ivanhoe Village every time they need some art. Yeah, it's true. You know what I mean? That's true. All right. Awesome. What else are we talking about? What else is going on? There was so much to talk about. That no, mayor, that mayor, we couldn't talk about everything. I know. Mayor had to go. If you're just joining us, we had May Orlando Mayor Buddy Dyer mm-hmm. on our show today, and uh, he had to take off to go pick up his dog, he actually. Did. He did. Because <laughs> <laughs> it just got a haircut yeah. in time for the pause for peace, pause in the park event that's happening this yeah. Saturday. So. You know, no more mayor. So if you want to hear that, you're going to have to go on bungalower.com and listen to the podcast. Yeah, just go listen to that later. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, For now, man, let's just rhyme through everything. So what's happening, Brendan? Have you heard of, you know, Orlando Date Night Guide? I do, actually. I wrote some stories for Orlando Date Night Guide. All right. So is this a conflict? Can we talk about it? No, we can talk about it. It's Kristen Manieri. She's another transplanted Canadian like myself. Oh, you Canadians. Running the medias. I'm from Michigan, so it's basically Canada. It's almost Canada. We should just own... I think Michigan would be happier if they were part of Canada. You think so? Yeah, I think... I don't know about that. would be happier if they were part of Canada. Maybe that's true. Hey, Trudeau. <laughs> uh, yeah, so she just went national. Her local little date night guide website is now big leagues... Talking to everybody, trying to save everybody's relationships, one little date night at a time. I wrote a few columns, so I'll, I'll say this was actually before I started working doing stuff for Bungalow. Okay, I was. Uh, she pays better. No, well, maybe. Uh, but Kristen reached out and she asked if I would uh, contribute to the new website, and I said yes. So I wrote a few stories. I wrote one. It's been so long, but I know I wrote one about some of the best food tours in cities around the country. I wrote some of the best escape games. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, yeah. So stuff to go do on dates. I like her. I think she's really cool. Great website. Check it out. They're also expanding to Tampa, San Antonio, and Austin. Yeah. Like how I, I can't wait to expand Bumble. Maybe she'll like send that. us to Austin. To go report for her? To go go on a date together. Oh, I'd go on a date with you. <laughs> Are we doing that right now? Maybe. Hey, we actually, people don't know, but we have a date night category in our calendar. Really? So I didn't know that. just trolling through it, yeah, you can just look up date night category and you can see what, what I think would be a good date. And actually, we should mention one other thing before we get too far. Uh, Mayor Dyer, if you heard the first half of this show, he was on and he mentioned Cassandra several times. He did. Cassandra uh, Lafser is his press secretary and she helped sort of set this whole thing up. And we're actually on Orlando Mayor Buddy Dyer's balcony right now. You might be able to hear the bells in the distance. Yeah, that is the uh, downtown Presbyterian. Oh, geez, Mm. I'm going to get in trouble. It's the one that when during the Pulse Memorial, they told 49 times. Yes. Yeah, so every time I hear it now, I'm kind of getting brought back. But yeah. It's, it's really pretty, right next to Dr. Phillips. We're getting a strong breeze from across deep. I'm looking at a banana tree right now. Oh, I thought you were talking about <laughs> something else. No. Stop looking at the bananas. <laughs> looking at a bird yeah. right now, a oh, bird so sculpture. Uh, so what else are we talking about? Our, there's a new exhibit, Eminello. Really? Called Our Orlando. Our Orlando. And it's going to start on May 19th. What's it all about? It's uh, five local artists that were featured on the rap for Pulse. Okay. So that fence rap. Yeah. And actually one of them we work with in our online gallery. He did the orange shirt, Love Orlando shirt. Uh-huh. Uh, we also did a mural with him. I actually helped him physically paint that orange Love Orlando mural at Seven Bites. Uh, so his name's Rhett Whitey and his wife, uh, Ashley B., and Andrew Spears is going to be there. Work from Chris Tobar Rodriguez. He did. He's the 
head graphics guy for Orlando Weekly. Cool. Uh, Katrina Constantine and Hillary Powers from Local Love Orlando. I think they're doing a, a photo shoot soon too. With, oh, I'm sure. With that, no, I'm saying with the tattoos and if you have a pulse tattoo, yeah. I think a woman named Carrie Moran. Right. She's doing one. I think this weekend maybe, or maybe it's today. Or we was wrote today. about it. So hopefully a lot of the bungalows out there submitted their names. Um, yeah, that's a cool project. She's taking pictures of people who have pulse tattoos in front of pulse murals yeah i love that i think that's a great idea how many pulse murals are there there's like 10 really i think okay. i was actually just on npr this morning talking about art as a response to tragedy specifically about like how many murals and things popped up uh as a response to pulse uh, which it, just interesting conversation i right? think i mean this we're, i'm gonna i'm gonna shift gears here a little bit what do you think about the murals in orlando do you think there ought to be more I'm a firm believer of like art everywhere. Yeah. Um, but it has to be tasteful and have context. How do you think there's, I mean, I, I look around downtown and I see walls that I downtown. think should be painted. No, what, there's like six murals downtown. Like what why murals, is, I can't even think of that. Do you know why that is? Is it because business owners don't want it? Is it the city? Uh, I don't know. I know it's easier for me and I've done a lot of murals in town and help people with murals downtown. Uh, it just is easier to deal. They're smaller. I don't know. I it's mean, smaller and easier, more accessible I, to do it in the hoods. I'll go back to where I grew up in Detroit. There's some big buildings in Detroit, and they got huge murals there. They yeah. have. Uh, they. I mean, they had a for a long, long time. There was a really big blue whale on a mural that was outside uh, Comerica Park, where the Detroit Tigers play. There's a really famous one. Who's the guy who did the? Oh, the the poster, the old, the Barack Obama poster. Anyway, uh, Shepherd Ferry. Yeah, so he did one in downtown Detroit yeah. as well. They, uh, you don't see a lot of graffiti in downtown proper either. No, which is interesting. So yeah. when it, we just did a tour, one of our towny tourist tours through downtown. It was a historic one with uh, Richard Forbes, the historic preservation officer for the city. Yeah, and there was a woman who had just moved here who just came with us. And she was remarking, like, it's so clean here. There's no marks anywhere. It's just, like, buildings. It's true. I do think there could be some more larger murals. Right. What's the largest mural in Orlando? You know, I think it's on the back of the Beecham. Or no. Maybe it's the Mark Gemelling piece at Snap. Oh, yeah. That German artist or Dutch. Is it German? That's the one where it's like a cartoon character holding his face. Yeah, his face yeah. is melting into his little Mickey. I like that one's cool. That's a cool mural. That's got to be the biggest one. But you know, there should be more downtown. I think. I I agree. Art everywhere. Yes. Uh, actually, speaking of art everywhere, the Milk District is looking for people to paint electric boxes in awesome. their Main Street district. So if you're into that, you have a May 31st deadline. You get 50 bucks for supplies and 100 dollars for painting. Let's it. do it. I've done a few. I've never done one. Ever, ever? No. It's hard work. I'm not really much of an artist, though, it's, to be honest with you. We'll just, I, I'll, we'll come up with the easiest design. I'm sure they'd, I want to make them all look like I wonder what I would cartons. paint. I don't even know what I would want, Brendan. <laughs> what would I, I don't even know. I'd have to think about make it. Make it look like a milk carton and put your face on the back like you're missing. I feel like, oh, that's not bad. That's right? not bad. I totally do that. They still do, they still like have milk at the TG Lee facility there, you right? You can't, no, there's no shop. We actually, I someone asked me can to look into it? that, and I called them. They don't have a shop. Do they tour? Can you totally tour? Totally not into any community outreach. That's you know they, that they guy, shut me I down. I think he had an eye patch. Did you know that? Who? TG Lee? Yeah. I have no idea. I think I've seen a photo of him where he had like those glasses where one of the <laughs> one of the glasses was all fogged up. We did. We shared some historic photos of that 
space they actually used to have cows in the pasture behind it like where the park is uh festival park that was like a cow pasture yeah isn't that cool i never whenever i say things about festival park i feel like nobody knows what i'm talking about right just say the chili fest spot okay yeah <laughs> or where the skate park is skate park right next to that um did you hear about this app that winter park just launched i didn't it's it's like a service thing. It's called Ask Winter Park. Uh, oh, oh, they're stealing Ask Bungalow, aren't they? <laughs> Come on, Winter Park. Um, they, if you see like a pothole or something, you use this app and you can report it. It takes your GPS location. You take a photo, and then there's a little spot for notes. And is it, it any sent to the people who fix it? Is it anything or just potholes? Uh, anything. Really? Anything. Are they going to send one of their city, like, managers out there to fix it? There was an episode of Parks and Rec uh, where Ron Swanson <laughs> went out and fixed a pothole. I love Parks and Rec. <laughs> <laughs> so that's cool. I, I'm, I actually meant to ask the mayor about it. I, I don't think they have something like that. Like, if you could report a problem that you see on... Uh, I don't I don't think so. It's probably because we're so much larger. Orlando's than a little bigger than Winter Park. I used to work for the city of Winter Park, and there's, like, 20 people. What did you do? I was the volunteer coordinator for Keep Winter Park Beautiful. Really? So I did all the cleanups. I didn't know that, Brendan. Uh-huh. All the litter cleanups, graffiti. Throwing away their Dom Perignon bottles <laughs> and their Godiva chocolate <laughs> wrappers over it was there. It's pretty gross. They're, they're, winter Parkers are, are pretty nasty. <laughs> <laughs> Quote. Quote. <laughs> winter Parkers are pretty nasty. Let's talk about this OBJ thing. It's All kinda, right. It's a little shady. What is it? I got the tea. So the Business Journal awarded Adam Wonis. You know who that is? No. He's that developer who bought 60 properties in Milk District. Oh, yeah. And flipping them. Flipping them. Into uh, townhomes. So he's trying to turn it, it's trying to turn the Milk District into College Park, my neighborhood. So it's 60. He's foot, And then he's charging what people were paying for under $1,000 a month for rent, right? Probably one of the most affordable neighborhoods in town. Yeah. Um, and he wants to make it the next... Thornton Park. Okay. I believe he said. I think that's a quote. Um, and he got a community impact award from the Orlando Business Journal. Interesting. I, what? What do you think? Uh, apparently I tried to be, I wrote about it just to share it. Yeah. And I tried not to put any, any bias. I just wanted to present it and see what people thought. And yeah. people thought just by me writing about it, um, that it was an issue. Huh. That I was like pro. Um, I don't know what I think about it. It was I mean, bound to happen because it, everything was so cheap. How many properties did he? He bought 60 properties? 60. All like, right. If I he, had he's the a developer. Money, he's a developer. If I, if I had the money to buy 60 properties and remake a neighborhood, I probably would do it. I find that super exciting. Yeah, it's, hard, it's a hard thing. I would thing. do it in a way that like honors where it is and I, not try to alienate the people that already live there. Joking a little bit about what I said earlier about College Park, it's one of those things where... Uh, in College Park, they do this a lot where people will buy perfectly good houses. I mean, perfectly good 3-1 houses right. are usually brick, probably built in the 40s or 50s, totally knock them down and build these monstrosity houses that, you know, I, I understand. I understand how capitalism works. I understand how money works. I mean, you're, you're knocking down a house to make more money. It's just, you know, you see these houses that were built and they were they lasted and now they'll never be there. Ever. And now these houses that get built, people are buying. I mean, they're not doing it if people won't buy them. Which or, actually or brings them. up, well, actually, and everybody, you always see the argument like, uh, they have to fill up the towers downtown before they start building all these other things. 
they're pretty full. The yeah. towers downtown are like ninety percent full. Yeah, yeah. That's cr- that's so we need affordable places to live. I mean, that's a that's a huge problem all across Central uh, Florida is affordability. And, who is and Scott Maxwell that, just wrote that? He did. Article. Scott Maxwell, the Sentinel, and his big thing though is it's both affordability. But it's also wages, too. You guys can't hear it. You might be able to hear, just in case, there is a public rapping performance by someone in a little fisherman cap at the corner of uh, Orange and South. Yeah. Just just so you know, we should mention the context of urban living. If, you, if you're just tuning in, we're down here on Mayor Butter, Buddy. Ah, Mayor Buddy Dyer. Yeah, but who said I could just call him Mayor Buddy? Mayor Buddy. Call him by his first name, we're on Mayor. His balcony here. <laughs> we're on his balcony under his private little hummingbird feeder. Taking the show on the road this week. And yeah, there's a guy uh, sort of rapping. Actually, I work downtown often, and that guy's downtown like every day rapping. Just so, rapping for free. Yeah, he's, he's a rapper. But yeah. So back to our, our our wages thing. I mean, that's part of it too. It's not just it's not just affordability on the houses. It's the uh, how much people get paid. I mean, when you work nine bucks an hour, I mean, how can you afford a service industry town, man? Yeah. Like you, yes. I mean, where a, there, can you live? Yeah, there's a lot of issues with that here. I in live Central in Florida. Mills Fifty, and I'm paying a thousand dollars a month for oh, you're a little thousand dollars a month. Nothing, man. I need to get in on that. But like the minute I leave, it's gonna go up to the market rate. If I was like your landlord, 14. I would, I would, I would increase your rent tomorrow. He's like a retired hippie uh, artist, man. Loves us, super great. I will never be able to find another house that's that affordable downtown right now. Did you see that? Broadstone Lake House project got approved? Kind of. I mean, I know we talked about this a few weeks ago where it was not approved because they wanted to change the yeah. the scope of it. The Municipal Planning Board, MPB, yeah, you know me, <laughs> said, hey, man, slow down. You need to revisit this and talk to your neighborhood's people again, yeah. your and neighbors. Before, before we get too far, we should say this is a apartment, multi-use development. They're calling it mixed use. It's a 10-story apartment building. On Lake Ivanhoe. On Lake Ivanhoe. Know where the Fairchild Baldwin Memorial Home is, yeah, the, with the big blue neon sign. Next Everybody those, knows that sign. Yeah, next to those pink apartments. Right. Yeah, I love that everybody calls it the. Pink I just apartments. call. Them, I don't even know what they're called. Um. Well, they're gonna tear down that building and uh, donate ball, the, the sign the, to someone. The, they're tearing down the funeral home. Tear down the funeral home, and put up a. They were gonna put up a ten-story space. They've since gotten rid of twenty-eight of those units. And now it's nine stories. Okay. And so 260 units. Um, and they're going to have a ground floor little cafe space and some public art. So and what's the so difference between the, the last version and this version? It looks a little more uh, artistic. Okay. I would say. there's like there's like It was just like a blank canvas before. And now there's some artistic components to the outside. So they're making it and look And the cooler. cafe is different. And there's less apartments. So All it right. got through. All right, um, but that's still, not final, though. No, so that's just the MPB has now passed it on, and now the city commissioners have to vote on it, and our friend Mayor Buddy. Um, so we'll see. I, it's really interesting. It's it's just a huge development on such a small little street that doesn't. They're gonna have to put in a stoplight right there. Yeah, for all those people that you can't just not have a stoplight on that corner. Yeah, no, right there at what is it? Uh, Orange and I don't and, even know that little Ivanhoe, road. Ivanhoe, yeah, Ivanhoe Boulevard. And because Ivanhoe dead ends at the I-4, it doesn't connect. If they could connect that somehow underneath the I-4 to go through College Park, it would alleviate so much traffic. And now's the time to do it, guys. That's right. I should have asked the mayor when he was should here. Have. I have so much to ask the uh, mayor. Next, next time. We might do an I wish this was column about it. 
Uh, so yeah, so now let's get into events because there's a million things to talk there about. There is a lot of fun stuff. So we talked about this earlier. Fill the Bowl, Orlando Pride playing this Saturday. Mm-hmm. Come check out our our women's soccer team down at the stadium. If you haven't got tickets to go see the Lions, come see the Pride, Fill the Bowl campaign. Uh, they lost their first game, so hopefully they'll, they'll win their home opener. Uh, our sponsors, our episode sponsors, Kaleidoscope Venue for the Arts, are hosting an Earth Day celebration with an art show. It's going to have multiple artists and vendors. There's uh, fun mixed media pieces for sale. It's free to check out. They have beer, wine, and sodas. That's happening 5 to 11 on Saturday. Uh-huh. And then on the 29th, they have an underground art event uh, with live music, the band Strange Trip. Here they're awesome. I have no idea. <laughs> I haven't checked them out yet. That runs from eight to eleven. Five bucks to check it out. You can get beer, wine, and soda by donation. So, so we should say this is in Longwood. In Longwood. Do you know exactly where it's at in Longwood? It's uh, here. It's in a, a cool up and coming warehouse district. Cool. Yeah. And all the information is on bungalow.com. Those events are up there. They're sponsors. Thank you very much, Kaleidoscope. It's hard to say. Kaleidoscope. <laughs> uh, also, it's record store day at Park Ave. Oh, man. Spend all your dollars. This is one of my holidays. <laughs> is it really? I, lo- I, have, I have probably have a thousand records at home. Oh, I didn't know that. You didn't know that? No. It's because you never come visit me. <laughs> no, no. I won't let co- me come over. Okay. I do collect records. Okay. I don't know if I'll be there on opening minute of record store day because people get there at like seven o'clock they do and it's it runs eight until 11 yeah but most of the these so once again we should say record store day is a national sort of holiday to go shop at your local record store right this started about seven or eight or nine years ago this says it's the 10th year 10 years ago i was close uh-huh. and uh it's sort of become a global thing and it's not every single record store it's a lot of them though so if you're going to go out and try to get so, some of these releases and so what they do is there are usually 200 maybe 250 special releases that they release only on record day it might be an old uh, vinyl record that they re-release maybe it's something new but sometimes it's limited copies sometimes it's records that are only released in certain parts of the country and so not every store gets every single record so there's like a like a collectible part of it okay so the, the cool thing is to get there early and be the first one in and get the ones you want they're gonna have like a little market set up up front with some vendors at park avenue cds park avenue CDs. yeah and there's and, and one like i said there's other there's records, other records stores that are participating yeah I don't know this which one's the one off the top of my head. Because this is, they're usually the most prominent. They are, yeah. Usually uh, Park Avenue right. CDs is the one that usually does it. So I don't know. I haven't looked at the entire list this year, but I will try to, to get over there at some point. Uh, it's also the Blueberry Festival. I, I love blueberries. I do, too. You know, blueberries, I was in Maine, and like blueberries are everywhere in Maine. They're everywhere in Canada, too. How come? I didn't even know they grew them in Florida, hardly. Uh, it's, a, it's a different varietal. Ah. So this is at Southern Hill Farms in Claremont. Okay. It's 10 bucks. There's a 40-acre U-Pick blueberry farm, music vendors, food truck, beer, everything, kid's zone. Did you ever read that book, Blueberries for Sale? No. It's like a kid's book. Based in Maine. Because <laughs> they spelt it wrong? No, no, no. Her name's Sal. Oh. That's not as funny. <laughs> uh. I thought it was funnier when they just didn't know how to spell. <laughs> because the literacy is hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> There's the uh, 8th Annual Hannibal Square Heritage Festival. In Winter Park. In Winter Park. That's at the Heritage Museum. Uh I've worked it a couple years in a row. Did you clean the trash up? No. <laughs> I would give them recycling containers, ah. though. 
Uh, we sponsored it once too, Keep Winter Park Beautiful. But this is, it's got vendors, folk art, music. It runs 10 to 4. It's kind of cool. You can check out all the little uh, shops and things that are around Hannibal Square. Historic, black community. I, I love Hannibal Square. We're actually going to do our towny tourist episode there in awesome. Hannibal Square. So You're going to go to Mint? It's one of my. I love Mint. That's a good place. Get a samosa. My my favorite restaurant closed down there though is a Spanish restaurant, Mi Tomatia. Oh uh, yeah. It was so good. It, close. it was so good. It awesome paella. They had vegetarian paella that mm-hmm. you know most places don't have. It I'll was be like, honest though. I wrote about it. Nobody cared. Well, I I cared. <laughs> it was like thirty bucks for paella, but it was really good, and they had awesome bread. You obviously didn't care enough because they closed, John. And now it's a Mexican restaurant. Ah, oh, John Bustecker. <laughs> No, it's a Mexican restaurant. <laughs> uh, there's the Thornton Park Car Show. So muscle cars, classic cars. It's running noon to three in Thornton Park. You should you should enter your car. My little smart car. Yeah, Brendan has like the smallest, greenest <laughs> car you've ever seen. I do. Sometimes you see it in our Instagram photos or on on site location shots. It's, it'll usually like be in the background, <laughs> like a Where's Waldo. Um, we're about to turn that in. Yeah, it's, it's at the end of. Its you need life. a new one. And you do. What are you gonna get? Like a big Cadillac? Yeah, a hybrid. Hybrid. Just get a bike. Just bike everywhere. <laughs> have a bike. I'd be a lot skinnier if I biked more. <laughs> I did not have a license until I moved here, and I was 23. Really? And I got my license here in Orlando. Nice. Yeah, and I gained like 20 pounds. You should get a bike. I I have a bike. Get another. You should ride get it. Get another baby. bike. You should ride it. <laughs> get another one. Uh, there's the German Fest in Castleberry by the German Society of Central Florida. Have you ever been to that building? Yes. It's like in the middle of nowhere. If you didn't know where that building was, right. you would get lost. I'm glad there's Uber. Like who you cannot drive there anyway. Is this like their their half year anniversary of, of Oktoberfest? Yeah. Alright. It's like almost Oktoberfest. That's it's, it's a cool place. Party. It's kinda like a a, a a VFW hall inside. I wanna know Meaning why like it's, it's in dark, the middle of there's a bar. It's in the middle like why if it's in the middle of nowhere do you have to pay five dollars for parking? Oh I don't know. Like know. Oh they gotta raise money at the uh, German festival. Fifteen bucks to get in, but it's like oompa loompa music. I love it. So cool. Drinking out of boots. Drinking out of boots. Yeah. You do that anyway at home. <laughs> uh, the North. We don't, ha- we don't have a ton of time here. We don't. No. We should mention the Central Florida Earth Fest, right? The, Central the, Florida Earth Day. Yeah. It's happening. I'm loaning. I'm loaning juice bikes. My bike valet equipment. Saturday. So you can bike there. Saturday. Saturday Lake Eola. Nine until like six, yeah. I believe. And then you can go to the Pride game. Although I don't know what time that starts off the top of my head. There's also a Morgan Steel tribute art show. Okay. Morgan Steel was like a ubiquitous Orlando artist who died. Uh, huge loss to Orlando. He so there's his friends and admirers are putting on a show at Will's Pub from eight to ten. Uh, artists exhibits. I, I think that would be really fun thing to check out i didn't know him that well although i did volunteer with him a few times he was a volunteer with this group called eco action oh they clean the lakes from canoes yeah yeah yeah. and so i used to volunteer with them every now and then and i think i met him once once or twice i think the first time i met him morgan he had cut his hand on something in the water and he was just like bleeding everywhere and there was no first aid kit but i think somebody had some duct tape and that it's so just never like never happened at a keep winter park beautiful <laughs> <laughs> and he had to like wrap his finger up in duct tape and, and he was good to go and he just kept going just kept going he's a trooper yep uh winter park paint out is this starts this weekend there's a plain air painters take over winter park based out of albasek park albasek sculpture museum yeah over there yeah in winter did park. i say that wrong kind Whoa. of i feel like i'm having a stroke 
You been drinking today? No, not yet. Uh, <laughs> there's a private gardens of historic Orlando in Lake Eola Heights. You can tour 10 gardens. You grab, start at the Handy Pantry at noon, grab a brochure, self-guide yourself. Solar Bears are playing, Everblades, Maker's Market at Outfitters Ave, Winter Park. So many Check things. it all out. There's a million things. It's all on, bungal- on bungalore.com in our event section. Check it out. Thanks for joining this us. This is all the time we got. I want to thank our sponsor, Kaleidoscope. Thank you, Kaleidoscope Venue for the Arts. Uh, check them out in Longwood if you're nearby. And I want to thank the mayor for having us this is great. hang out on his balcony. I think we're just going to stay here. The mayor left, and so he's like, you can hang out in our office. I don't ever want to leave. I like looking at people walking to their cars. I, I, I think the mayor should like know ants. that. I'm the mayor now. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag I'm the mayor now. If he leaves his office, that makes me mayor. Can we take our pants off? All right. All right, bye, everybody. See you guys. (laughs) See you next week.